Evolution.org, episode 591, coming your way. Today, we're going to be talking about Winstroll. And we're going to give you guys some more information about this amazing steroid, one of the more popular steroids, especially for those of you who want to cut down, those of you who want to compete, et cetera, et cetera. So it's a great, great steroid for drying out. We're going to talk about exactly how it works on this podcast. So look, the bottom line is Winstroll. Uh, Zolol. it's um, look, lean and hard, lean and hard, vascularity, drying out. When you flex, you see those cuts to your muscles, like in the middle of your chest, you see the pec cut and Winstrol will definitely really tighten that up for you and make you harder, make you more, more ripped. I'll put it that way. The secret to it, mobster, the way it works, dihydrotestosterone, it's a DHT derivative. So it is not going to convert to any estrogen at all in the body. So you don't have to worry about that. And it basically just dries you out. It dries you out so much that you'll feel it in your joints. You'll feel that your joints are drier on this stuff. So it's really an incredible steroid if you're looking to definitely dry out. What a lot of people will like to do, and we're going to get into how to cycle it and how to dose it shortly, but a lot of people actually like to use it as a finisher for that reason. So, Mobster, what are your opening thoughts on uh, on Winstrol? And then we'll get into um, exactly how it was modified. Yeah, you've touched upon uh, the side effect, which we'll talk about uh, in depth in a little while. It constantly surprises me, and it shouldn't be really. And again, guys, you're listening to this podcast, so you're not in that group. But I, 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 that's one of those things sometimes I wonder, Steve, when the side effect is so well known and it's especially prevalent when you get lean that uh, you shouldn't be wondering about the side effect when it happens. You should know, guys, listen, right? And this applies to any steroid that we can talk about on this podcast. The the great phrase, D-Y-O-R, do your own research and 100% know what's going to happen. Steve actually talked about this on another show, and, and I'm sure Steve will address this again, just how goddamn uncomfortable those dry joints are. On the other hand, Steve, and if you said it already, it is a super popular drug, regardless of that side effect, because it is so effective with good nutrition, with good training, at getting people lean, at bringing out that... that, that this is a thing that we actually talk about in on, on not ourselves, Steve, but on other shows and other podcasts, such things exist, where we talk about just how goddamn big some of the pros have got. And the one one of the one, two, three, four, five, six complaints that there are is that lack of separation. Winstrol is the one that's going to bring out that separation, the defining lines that separates the muscle, the way an artist would, rather than the occasional, oh, my God, the guy's a freak, and there's a couple of things happening but you want to see this happening all over the body. Winstrol is the one that's going to do that. So regardless of the side effects, they're super, super popular for people looking to get in shape, looking to get cut, etc. I'd probably put it up there in that regards, right alongside EQ. Uh, so, you know, if that's how popular it is. I, honestly, if you've come on the forums and check out anybody running a cut stack, and I'd say 50% of the time, Steve, Winstrol is going to be in there somewhere. What do you think? Yeah, and look, some people don't like Winstrol, and we're going to get into the side effects shortly, and some people do. The people that do, 
they'll almost exclusively always try to run it on their cycle because it's so effective for that purpose. So let's talk about exactly the structure of it, you know, um, and kind of explain what the, the secret behind the way they design Winstrol in the first place and why it's it makes such a good cutter. So there was a modification at the A-ring and it makes Winstrol a top three cutting steroid on the market for that reason. I mentioned already that it's a DHT derivative. So you're not going to have any type of estrogen conversion. Um, it also has the ability to affect LDL and HDL. And um, you can uh, decrease the level of HDL in the body, increase the level of LDL. And that that actually can be a beneficial thing. Um, so that's that's more of an anecdotal evidence thing. So that that's interesting that it can give you those effects. Um, what, we're talking about sex hormone binding glottal, SHBGs. One of the things in the body, I view it as like a survival mechanism in the body. And there's things in our body that prevent us from, you know, building too much strength, building too much muscle. And sex hormone binding globin, SHBG, is one of them. And it's there for a reason. Well, Winstrol does a really good job of binding to that and driving that number down. When you get blood work done, you'll notice that number drops when you're on Winstrol almost 100% of the time. And what that means is not only is it going to make it more effective in the body and help you put on more muscle and put on more strength and all those other good things that steroids do, but it's also going to help the other steroids in your, in your stack and your cycle perform even better. And that's where Winstrol really is a key thing. Using it by itself, it's not really going to do much except dry you out, um, make you more cut, stuff like that. But if you're stacking it, it's doubly, triply, quadruply, I don't even know if that's a word, mobster, more effective. So it's really good in a stack. And this is why, as mobster mentioned earlier, a lot of people who are competing, a lot of people who are cycling, they'll always make sure that they have the Winstrol in there, especially the yeah. second half of their cycle going into contest because it's really going to take things to another level. Like you could run a 12-week cycle, the first six weeks without Winstrol, and in the second six weeks with Winstrol. And then literally the second six weeks is when really you'll take your physique to another level. So, um, yeah, go ahead, Master. Yeah. yeah, I was just thinking about myostatin inhibition, Steve, when, uh, that's a big thing that has been discussed, especially the last few years, not, not so much very recently. And the idea that you can take a steroid that actually makes other steroids work better is fantastic. Something else which occurred to me, Steve, I don't think I've ever seen it run seriously. And I mean, there might be people out there that have done this, but I don't think I've ever seen anybody run this solo. It's nearly always part of the stack. And in fact, you and I are going to record after this show, we're going to record another uh, show on uh, Anavar for cutting, and specifically, this is a drug that a steroid that would run great with Anavar in terms of getting a person super lean. So it's interesting in that particular way for me. Something you haven't mentioned already, Steve. I think you might have briefly skimmed over it a little bit. Is the fact that we it's one of the few liquid injectable steroids, and we have touched on this on other shows that you can take orally. 
because of the structure and because of the way it's set up. Talk about that for a second. So if you go on and you check out the sources, you come on our forum, you check out our approved sources, you click on Winstroll, you'll notice Winstroll is available in different forms. It's available in, looks like a milky, watery substance. It's available in tablets. It's available in oil form. So you can inject it or you can drink it. Um, that's an option. It's not going to make a difference. It's still going to affect your liver the same way. And it's still going to be very powerful in your body. Or you can take the tablets. So there's different options. I've done all three. I can say the injections are extremely painful for me. Some of you won't mind that at all. Um, but for me, someone who's sensitive to um, injecting, doesn't like injecting, I much prefer just to drink it or, or much prefer just to take the tablet. Drinking it, it tastes really weird um it's not that bad but it's it's not the it's not like a delicious tasting uh thing i'll, I'll put it that way so what you want to do is you'll drink it swallow it right away and kind of chase it down with something with some water or some juice or something and really that will take care of the taste or you can just take the oral tablet form it really is up to you but you know with that it's very important to remember since it is 17 alpha alkylated that's another way that they structured it and they structured it that way so that it wouldn't get destroyed by the liver. So that makes it liver toxic. So, but the bright side is, is it's going to be very powerful. It's not going to be one of those things that you take and very little of it gets absorbed, like oral primobolin, for example, or andriol, or any other oral that you take that is not absorbed very well um, in the body. So Winstrol really, really does a really good job with that. So yeah, I mean, it, at the end of the day, really, you can make the decision on what you want to take. Go ahead, Mobster, and we'll get into the side effects. Actually, it was the side effects I was thinking of, Steve. I've, I've discussed on previous shows my sort of uh, Mobster's theory, so to speak, uh, as for why the dry joint thing occurs. Now, of course, that's specific to the drug itself, right? 100%. Uh, far more affected probably anything else. You've got... Uh, if you were good factor for Debo, uh, the toxic feeling of trend and so on and so forth. And the, the dry joint effect is specific to Winstrol is, is, as we say, well known. Now, so one of the things I've touched upon on previous shows is to go, okay, guys, you're doing a cut, right? So naturally, you should be leaner. And that includes, for me, for example, I've talked about the water retention from Debo, Around the joint gives me greater leverage to uh, press and bench press. The same would apply in reverse. It's going to be that much harder in my case to, to bench or press because I'd have less leverage if there was less water, less fat, etc. around the joints. So naturally, if I'm doing that and I'm training my ass off, the stress of my joints will be that much higher. So naturally, when you do a cut, and if you try to keep your poundages up, you're going to have that problem. You've also got what I suspect, which is more of a mobster's theory, so to speak, is uh, the drying out around the joints itself. The, you are lubricated not only with the, the, the shiny ends of the long bones in your body, say, for example, around your elbow, uh, but what you've also got in there is like the oil, which we call synovial fluid, which is literally the lubrication that the body has, and it decreases on Winstrol. And that's more of a mobsterism rather than specific science. But I suspect that's exactly what's going on, Steve. 
is literally taking the oil out or decreasing the amount of oil in there as one of the side effects that happened there. When it was medically used, the person's not on a cut, they're not dieting, and it's been used for something else entirely. But when you are on a cut, you're decreasing the leverage in the area, you're taking body fat off the space between the muscles, the, the, the loose skin, etc., etc., and specifically around the joints, and then also taking out the lubrication. Steve, we've used these analogies before, but it'd be like taking half the oil out of your car and running it and expecting it not to squeak or sound dry or, or, or overheat. So, yeah, guys, I mean, I'm exaggerating for the purpose of illustration. It's not that exaggerated. It's not that blown up or whatever. But nevertheless, that's kind of what's happening. So, yeah, I mean, here's the thing, again, whether you're blowing up by putting on tons of weight on a bulk or whether you're drying out and getting cut and so on and so forth. Uh, the, the last example I want to give, and I've used this in other shows, Steve, is talking about the condition that the truly try competitive bodybuilder gets into is actually physically uncomfortable. And again, this is one of the kind of things you need to be aware of and have an idea that if you are going to get super dry, super cut, ripped to fuck, especially if you're competing and you're using Winstrol, there will be an element of discomfort about that. But at the end of the day, guys, especially if that's the, that's the aim that you have, you're going to look in the mirror and you should look fan-fucking-tastic, like an anatomy chart. Even for those of you that are not looking to look at in the competition shape, you will, it's, it's, you're, you're using anabolics, you're going to have that strong effect on the body. And again, as part of the stack, for you killing it in the gym, training and so on and so forth. Now, I want to touch upon later on, Steve, a couple of little tricks that you might use to negate some of those side effects, a little tiny bit, uh, just enough to keep the body ticking over with healthy oils and fats and so on and so forth. But we'll touch on that momentarily. Uh, like Steve says, 100% best used for people that want to cut and want to get into shape. And 100%, you've got to tie that in with all the other aspects. There's no taking Winstrol and looking at like an anatomy chart and doing nothing else. You must do everything else that's included, Steve. What do you think about uh, ways of negating that particular side effect? I'll come on something in a minute myself. Well, first, be prepared for it. That's step one. We see a lot of these old steroid charts. Um, I see them out there, and they list Winstrol's not having side effects. Well, those steroid charts were derived from the 80s. This was back when they had anti – before they had anti-estrogen access. So for them back then, low side effects – all it meant was, oh, yeah, it doesn't convert to estrogen in the body. It doesn't give you gyno. It doesn't give you water retention. So that's what they, they went by. So a lot of people have the misconception that Winstrol doesn't have side effects, and it does. It has a lot of side effects. I know it hit me really hard compared to what I expected because I used to, you know, back in those days, that's what I went off by, those charts. But the more I used it and the more – I saw other people using it. The more I realized, wow, this stuff actually has more side effects than people expect. So I'm not even a person that's prone to joint issues. And, and on Winstrol, I did have joint issues. Um, I could I could feel my elbows when I was doing you know curls or pull-ups or, or any type of exercise, bench press, and I would move the joints. The joints would have a really hard time. So my advice when you ask me, you know, how to prevent it is number one, be prepared for it. Number two, you need to, if you have existing joint problems, you need to get those joint problems taken care of first. That might mean rest. That might mean 
um, in, in increasing the amount of good fats you're getting. It's a big mistake in the American yeah. diet. Um, American diet has zero good fats, zero um, in all bad fats. So you've got to look at your diet and be like, am I getting any good fats? And most of you are not. Um, most of you are getting none. And, you know, this is one of the reasons we have a an epidemic with heart disease in America is people have been brainwashed into thinking fat is bad for you and fat is not bad for you. What's bad for you are the bad fats, the yeah. fats that you go to a fast food, if you, you know, fast food restaurant, those fats are bad for you. Those fats are, are going to be bad for your body. They're going to be bad for your joints. You know, cooking, the oils that you use for cooking, those are going to be bad for your joints. So there's a lot of bad fats out there and these hydrogenated oils, all these oils that the restaurants put in their food, those are bad for you. So you make sure you're getting good, the good fats, fatty wild fish, avocados, a great source of fat, whole pastured eggs cooked correctly. If you cook the eggs and you go to, you know, the breakfast restaurant, they cook their eggs in a bunch of really bad oils, really bad oils. So, and the eggs that they use to cook are low quality. So they don't even have good fats. The chickens are fed this unnatural diet and they're walking around on their own feces. So that's not, that's not going to be healthy. So you want to get a good quality pastured, humane friendly egg with egg with chickens that are walking around outside, pecking, eating worms off the ground, eating seeds off the ground, getting sun, the nutrition from the sun, the, the vitamins from the sun. Those are the best eggs. You can tell the, the taste of the eggs is quality. It doesn't taste like a chemical. When you buy cheap eggs from Walmart, it tastes like chemicals because that's literally what they gave the chickens. They fed the chickens food that was basically chemically processed food. So of course it's going to taste like chemicals. So you get, you know, those are really good ways to get your good fats and very, very important to help your joints. And then if you have an injury, you know, again, we've been taught and mobster, it's, it's your generation, the tough guy generation yep. growing up <laughs> watching Rambo and Chuck Norris and all these guys on TV who, by the way, who you stunt people to do their stunts. They didn't, they didn't do their stunts themselves. But um, I think the only really major actor is Jackie Chan actually did his own stunts. So I, I can respect him. But these other action heroes are full of shit. But anyway, long story short, the tough guy generation, we grew up with, oh, if it hurts, I don't care. Get in there. And, you know, it's like football players. The coach tells them they get a concussion. And the football and the coach tells them, you know, be a man, get back in there and, and you go back in the game. Well, then you find out. 10 years later, the, the kid is like has CTE, okay? And it's just like, what the fuck is going on here? So this mentality of, oh, I get injured, but I'm just going to push through my injury. And another part of that, too, is when you're young, you can get away with that. I know I used to. In my 20s, I'd get injured, have a little injury, and just keep training, and it'd go away magically on its own. Once you get in your 30s and 40s, that doesn't happen anymore. Those little nagging injuries turn chronic. And then those are injuries and now you have to start training around your injury, you see? So it's very, very important before you use Winstrel to make sure that you don't have existing injuries because they are going to get worse on Winstrel. That I can guarantee yeah, you. Yeah, That's a big thing. Let me um, jump in for a second. Yeah, jump yeah. in with that so, and we'll get into the rest of the side yeah. effects and we'll talk about how to use it. Go ahead. So specifically, and this, I'll, I'll give you a very quick tip outside of Winstrel specifically and then back to, back to the product itself. So 
one of the things I do, and because I train to strength, I'm more likely to pound the fuck out of my joints, if not by repetition state, just by sheer weight. Uh, so something I do is I try not to use support aids until I do my very, very heavy set, whether that's elbows, sleeves, wrist wraps, a support belt, a proper weightlifting belt, knee, knee wraps or whatever. So, uh, and in that way, uh, for example, on my heavy tricep, my heavy bench, my heavy press, I will be wearing elbow sleeves. And I've managed to preserve at least those joints and my knees, uh, certainly, uh, for way past where they should be at this particular point. Um, I have had back issues and I've had to take 16 weeks off and so on and so forth. On Winstrow itself. So, yes, you're going to be on a cut. That means you're going to be looking at your fat and your carbohydrates. You're going to be increasing your proteins to retain muscle tissue and so on. But 100% agree with Steve. And I'm thinking specifically, like Steve said, it's, in, it's only in the order of grams a day, guys. I think, for example, in my case, two grams a day, I would have some healthy oils in there in a specific form of, for me, fish oils, which is a regular thing. I would certainly be using some sort of uh, joint product, Steve. We've got one that we recommend on other shows that is very popular. If you can get that again, guys, that would be amazing. But anything with glucosamine, chondroitin, MSM, and so on and so forth, any of those things would be absolutely amazing. Listen, I'd actually get you to use guys to use that year fucking round because you're killing it in the gym. But especially I'd have you focus on that as a as a way of aiding your joints when you're using windstroke. And and the last one, Stephen, this is more specific to what you're going to talk about now, which is the rest of the side effects. I would have you use some sort of organ protector because both in oral forms and injectable forms, you're still going to have some kind of stress on the liver specifically in this example. And I want you to look after your organs as well. But that applies to a lot of steroids. But again, it's because of the way that uh, Winstrol was put together. It's, it, because it's both oral, orally available and injectably available. You're, and the way that it's been treated and, and set up in the chemical process is going to give you a little bit more of an issue than, say, for example, other injectables in that regard, Steve. Talk about the rest of the side effects. Yeah, hair loss is a big one. Yeah, hair loss is a big one. It is a DHT derivative. You cannot take one of these blocker DHT blocker drugs like finasteride or dudasteride, and it's not going to help because remember, it's a DHT derivative. It's not converting to DHT. It's a direct DHT. So those drugs won't help. If you take those drugs, you're just going to give yourself more side effects and more trouble. So, the, so if you're prone to hair loss or you're worried about your hair, then don't use Winstrol. That's my advice, period. There's, I mean, there is no, there is no solution to it except just not using it. Um, all right. So dosing. Now I tried using Winstrol 50 milligrams a day in a stack and the side effects were too much for me. I didn't like the side effects. So I dropped it to 25 milligrams. So that, that worked for me. 25 milligrams works for me. Other one, other guys out there will use 50, 75, even hundred milligrams. If you're competing, okay. And you go into your contest. A lot of times you want to be more 50 to 100 milligram range because you really want to take advantage of that drying out. You can be flexible with Winstrol. So you can do, if you're doing last four weeks before a contest or a photo shoot or your beach vacation, whatever, you can do two weeks at 25 to 50 milligrams. Then you do the last two weeks, you can up it a little bit, maybe to 75, maybe even 100 the last week. You can be a little more flexible. This is an oral. It's in and out of your system quicker than an injectable. So a lot of people will choose to go that route. That is um, an, an option for you. So how long can you want run Winstrol? I'll leave that to you, Master. Why don't you talk about that? Because you have used lots of orals and you've run them. 
Um, talk about what would be the maximum amount of time you're run running Winstroll, either in a stack or solo. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we're talking about the difference between orally and injectably, Steve, and uh, we'll touch upon the injectable part in a, in a moment. I'll let Steve cover that. Listen, I've had this argument, and it's literally two experts butting heads. What you should listen to, guys, is that 90% of the time we agree, and this is just amongst all the different gurus, experts, people doing podcasts, and I'm including myself now in this particular regards, where we'll agree on 90%, but we'll argue over the 10%. So what we argue over is the length of time that some orals, and again, this applies to Winstroll, should be used. So, for example, one theory is orals shouldn't be used for longer than four weeks. And I said, cobblers. I disagreed quite friendly, saying I didn't think so. Uh, now, obviously, in this particular example, we're talking about a cut stack because that's what it's best used for. And or, and or being used as part of a competition stack. Competition stacks tend to have two or three different things going on. You're bulking at the beginning, you'll start to get into condition in the middle, and you're cutting down and getting super ripped at the end. So therefore, if it's 12 to 16 weeks, there'll be three, there'll be, you know, four weeks or five weeks, et cetera, et cetera, of each of those portions, more or less, depending on the individual, what the kind of shape they're in. Now, for the average Joe, and I'm including our listeners in this particular regards, I would, as I have done, as Steve said, in, in multiple orals and had zero issues, but that my dosages are kind of sensible. I know what else I'm doing, et cetera. I've done loads of oral stacks for eight weeks. Steve had had no issues. Now, I'm not a fan for obvious reasons, and this is where I would agree with the other people when they're rocking about that length of time. I'm not going to do a 16-week oral stack. I'm going to do 16 weeks, and I've only done it once in my life, Steve. It's going to be an injectable. I'm yeah. not a fan, for example, of a kickstarting or finishing, but then I'm not uh, regularly doing cut stacks, et cetera. So I would say four to six weeks as an inoral steroid. And again, this depends on the condition you're in, what else you're yeah. doing, and what you're stacking it with. What about the injectable side? Yeah, it doesn't matter because the injectable, same thing. Remember I told you at the beginning, it's, it's still going to hit your liver the same way, so it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, in terms of what to stack with Winstrol, let's – Let's let's give us some ideas on this. Sorry, one more thing, Steve. Sorry, just to interrupt. And again, mm -hmm. this is because of the the nature of the half life and so on and so forth. I'm looking at a, a, an article that we're going to associate with this podcast. I wouldn't want to inject it daily, uh, purely and simply because of the half life, and that's the way that I look at a lot of steroids. So while that can be done for me, injecting daily is literally going to be a pain in the ass or pain wherever. Well, the just drink element. it then. Then you would drink yeah, exactly. it. So, yeah. Drinking as well as the doing other injectables. Yeah. Or there's really no reason to inject it. Yeah, just every, drink it. Or, yeah. or every couple of days, just because of the 36 to 48 hour half life. Yeah, but carry on, Steve. Sorry. Yeah, we got to talk about what to stack it with. And this is a very delicate thing because if you stack it with a DHT, you're going to really double, triple your DHT side effects. If you stack it with something like Trend that also has very high side effects, even more side effects, then you're going to get even more side effects. If you stack it with something like testosterone, now you're getting estrogenic effect. And you're running Winstrol because you don't want the estrogenic effect. So it's really, really complicated. But at the same time, I can look at it like that, the glass half full or the glass half empty. I can look at it like, well, now you're doing a yin and yang effect. And that can give you a good option. All these anabolic steroids were derived and played with by a mad scientist 
to create them for a reason. And they all do slightly different things. So if you combine them and you stack them, you're able to hit different objectives, you know, in a cycle. So if you really want to cut down, you really want to recomp, and you really react well to trend already, then stacking trend and Winstrol, something like 200, 250 milligrams a week of trend, and then 25 to 50 milligrams of Winstrol would work. I run that stack before. It was a great hardener and a great recomp stack. If you want to do something more mild, you could go the Equipoise route. Equipoise would be a good one to stack with it. So would some testosterone, but not a lot of testosterone. If you're looking to cut down with Winstrol, why would you use a lot of testosterone? Testosterone is not a cutter. So you want to use a small amount of testosterone, maybe 200, 300 milligrams. Same thing with Equipoise. Maybe go four or 500 milligrams with Equipoise. And that would be a good option for, for cutting, for recomping, for those types of things. Now, in terms of you know something like DECA, you could go that route because DECA stacks well with a DHT. So if you just wanted to run DECA and Winstrol together, you could go down that route. That would actually work. Because now you're getting a, a, a nice effect when it comes to recomp and, or you can get lean muscle mass that way. So it's really, you know, it's really one of those things where it's a trial and error thing. The competitors, though, Mobster, they're going to use, they're going to throw in the Masteron with Winstrol. They're going to throw in Trend with Winstrol. Lots of Equipoise with Winstrol. Maybe a little testosterone, but then they're going to move the testosterone around. They're going to decrease it and going into the competition. So it's really about playing around with dosing and seeing what, what works best for you. But really, like at the end of the day, you won't go wrong stacking it unless you give yourself too many side effects. Then it can be a brutal cycle. Because when I did trend and Winstrol together, it was a very brutal cycle and it did not go well for me in terms of side effects. My side effects were too much. I lost more head hair on that cycle yeah. than I'd ever lost on any other cycle combined. So keep that in mind. Just be prepared that you could have some um, some issues that you're not going to like. So Mobster, uh, I think it was a great show. Finish up with your final thoughts. Take us a disclaimer. Like I said earlier on, guys, and I think I'm just thinking about the head hair issue and the dry joint issue, EQ, sorry, Winstrol is an absolutely great drug and is used by an enormous amount of people as a, a part of a cutting stack and a cutting aid to get into shape. But be 100% fully aware of the potential for side effects. The, the number of people, again, with the, the dry joints and or the head hair loss, and it's driving them crazy and they're kind of almost cutting the cycle in half or stopping or changing mid-cycle and so on and so forth when they should have been aware of these in advance. So you're listening to this podcast for that reason, to be informed. And again, as with all of these podcasts, we want you to have great results. So start sensibly low, keep your healthy oils in, keep an eye on your hairline, make sure your joints are nice and warmed up, and we wish you the greatest of success with every single stack that you do, and with certainly all the advice that we're likely to give you on any of these shows. Please note, we are not doctors and the opinions are ours. It is our view and based on our experience and views on the topic, a podcast for informational purposes and entertainment only, the freedom of speech and the First Amendment applies.